The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome now, Bravo and Charlie, taking the podcasting world by storm, one listener at a time. My name's Jason, that's Kevin. Kevin, what's going on, buddy? Jason. Huh. Why don't we pull this podcast off Spotify? Oh, yeah, man. That is something else I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Um, so, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, I don't mean to curse, but I mean, like, this whole situation. You're talking to Joe Rogan, Neil Joe Young. Joe Rogan. We need to put it. Listen, Neil Young pulled his music off Spotify, and it didn't do the trick. But maybe losing Alpha Bravo Charlie, the Internet's number one or maybe number two, a Wilco podcast, losing that as well. That might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, Jim Spotify, the founder of Spotify, uh, is pulling down Joe Rogan, and we're the one who ended the spread of misinformation. You know, man, I got to say I don't agree with Joe Rogan. Um, I, I, I used to listen to him all the time, but then I he, he did a few things back during the um, election, this this past election in America, um, where I was, he had guests on that. He, it wasn't the right time for those guests, and it wasn't the right time for be, to be putting this the stuff he was putting out there out there. So I kind of stopped listening to him. I would check in every once in a while, but then once he started doing this anti-vax stuff, um, I remember when the pa- pandemic first started, he had a guest on that was explaining why COVID was so scary. So he was telling his audience. COVID is so scary when the pandemic first started. But then he, like, went complete 180, and he, now he's an anti-vax. I, maybe he's not anti-vax. I don't, I don't know. I don't listen to him anymore. But he, he has views that are not helpful to the situation at all. And it's – I hate to say that somebody should be censored because that sucks. I don't want somebody to be censored. Like, you should be able to say what you say. But we're at a point now to where – people are doing really dangerous things with free speech and it's just like okay when does when does it become not free speech it becomes like you can't yell fire in a movie in a crowded movie theater you can't you're not allowed to do that that's against the law because it, you can cause people to die from running you know what i mean so that's not free speech obviously so when does what joe rogan is doing because it, it's harmful when, when does it when does that become like, yeah and like and I'm not American, and the the whole free speech thing, like Canadians will try to say it every once in a while, but that's not a like a thing in the Canadian Constitution or, or whatever. But I like, no one is trying to prevent Joe Rogan from saying anything, but not being able to say something and not having a platform to say it on is two different things, right? He could say whatever he wants, but Spotify probably shouldn't be promoting. Uh, that sort of they should be uh, right like Twitter banning banning the Alex Jones and the Donald Trumps and stuff like that Donald Trump Alex Jones they can still say whatever they want but they can go do that wherever else they they can go build their own platform Joe Rogan can leave Spotify go make his own Spotify his own podcasting network and, and whatever but it's I, I totally get it from where Neil's coming from it's like if they're going to play this i'll take my my music elsewhere and it's really easy for neil young to say that because neil young's what in his seventh decade of of music no, right starting seven, the 60s 
Uh, yeah, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, OOs. He's in the 70s. Yeah, I guess you're right. He's in the Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And, like, he's rich beyond means. Um, his musical legacy is cemented. Um, I mean, I, I'd argue, like, most of his records since the year 2000 have been not great. Uh, there's some good songs in there from on occasion. But in general, um, uh, they've been a little, you know, what do you think I'm he not... pulls much in from like the streaming? Because you know it, they get paid so little on their streaming services. Um, uh, do you think he makes any serious money? I mean, are people on Spotify? Yeah, probably not. Like he probably makes some money, but Apple Music. I would say older people in general. Well, like... and and he has his own streaming website. You can go to his website and and pay him twenty bucks a year. Oh yeah, didn't he? Have... And and. And it's higher quality. Yeah. And he's got like outtakes and, and stuff that you can't get anywhere else on there. So I, I, I personally, to put on my tinfoil hat, I think he believes in what he's doing, but it's also easy for him because he probably doesn't like Spotify anyways. And he's probably looking for an excuse to get off Spotify. And then this came and he's like, this is a really great opportunity to also like get off Spotify and, and, and make a point. And the, the, you know, some people are, yeah, I'd see, I have a friend who likes Joe Rogan. <laughs> Well, if he's just doing it, if he's just doing but, this to, to to get off Spotify and he's posing as if it's no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's like probably wanted off Spotify anyways, and then this, and then he's hearing oh, what okay. Joe Rogan's That's, saying, okay. and Joe Rogan has this exclusive deal, and he's like, "Awesome, gotcha. I'm out. Screw this guy. Screw this platform." Right? Uh, but I have a friend who who's big into Joe Rogan. Uh, and he, he pretends he doesn't like Joe Rogan's opinions on things, but he's, oh, no, Joe Rogan challenges these people. But you actually listen to Joe Rogan. I, I don't think Joe Rogan's very smart and I, when he's trying to argue with these, like, like present a balanced conversation with these, um, you know, troublesome, <laughs> problematic people. Um, I don't think he does spectacularly good job on that. Now, but that's not my point. My point is that my buddy who likes Joe Rogan will send me, oh, yeah, Spotify's going to choose Joe over Neil. And, like, obviously, like, Neil knows that. We all know that. Who's more culturally relevant right now? The guy who just put out his, like, 40th studio album or Joe Rogan who's, like, raking in millions of listeners? And, yeah, like, man. like, Neil always knew that Spotify wasn't going to pull him down. But I think what Neil's banking on, maybe the listeners at this point know if, if this will happen, but I think if it was going to happen, we'd get some whiff of it, is, he, is if some like a taylor swift or you know some big popular group or a few big popular groups can say hey neil's right i'm doing what neil's doing spotify i think eventually would say um oh okay we need to just get rid of joe rogan right um but uh not as many artists are that flexible to be able to say i don't need to be on spotify because it wilco needs to be on spotify because they need to have people listening to them so that they could continue to sell concert tickets, right? Like it, it's for Wilco to like leave Spotify is a financially hard decision on also, them. Also, I find it weird that they chose that way because hear me out though, there's a free version of Spotify where you can listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. Like you don't have to be a you don't have to be a paying subscriber to hear Joe Rogan's podcast, but you do have to be a paying subscriber to hear Neil Young on Apple Music now. So if I were a Spotify user, I, I would just cancel Spotify, go over to Apple Music if Neil Young was that important to me, and then I could still and I could still listen to you. You know, you you can have both. Yeah. It's it's such a yeah. stupid premise. Like it's just such a stupid fight. Like, yeah. And, and uh, you know exactly. And here's the thing. And this is the last thing I'm going to say about this, Jason. And, and this, 
I have hated Joe Rogan since the days of Fear Factor. Something about him has always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so I just I just want to point it out I, that I, Kevin from the ABC Wilco podcast, was the original Joe Rogan detractor. I was hating <laughs> Joe Rogan hates, before hates, it was cool. I'm number one. Your wife is probably the second person. Maybe. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I was hating Joe Rogan before he was cool. Before it was cool to hate Joe Rogan. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, Kevin, we're going to jump into the song now. It is called The Good Part. You want to give us the skinny on this song? Uh, sometimes on this show, we talk about songs that we love, the listeners love. Other times, we talk on songs that, like, I don't know, uh, the eighth. A, a mid-album track from Wilco the album, or um, write a song that kind of people have, have forgotten about. But other times we talk about a song that's always been a rarity, and this is what we're doing today. This is the good part. Um, it would be understandable if you didn't know what the song "The Good Part" is, because it was never been on a studio album. But if you like the album Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, and you've never heard the song, good news, you got a little bit more Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, and you're like. In recording means because this is an uh, outtake from the uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. It doesn't really sound like the rest of the album, but it's from the same sessions. It was originally released as a B-side to War on War, and now you can listen to it on the box at Alpha Mike Foxtrot. Uh, and it's a, a fun, poppy song, and I quite enjoy it. It was obviously the right decision to not put it on the record, but it's a fun novelty to hear it all right everybody you can go to abcwilco.com find all the ways to support the show the most important of which being leaving a rating review on apple podcast or following on spotify so this isn't live this isn't live then. that's that's mixed you might in. think it's live because yeah, there's I, audience I noise throughout but it's studio and they just dubbed the live uh and 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 if you listen to it um you can hear uh the the audience noise looping. oh really like you can, you yeah. can hear the cut point yeah yeah or you can hear the third section repeat great song man this, this song kicks ass i love it um, yeah this song's i had never heard it till until today Oh really? Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. I love the guitars in the song. I love the backing vocals in the chorus. I love this part here. Like it's kind of got like a, I don't know, a salsa type feel. Like I could kind of yeah. dance, right? Not a lot of Wilco songs you can dance to. So, how are you now? Maybe I'm just being ignorant here, but you said this is another. This is a take that could have been on Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Is that what you said earlier? Yeah, it's from the same recording sessions. That's that's really interesting to me because this does not sound like something. No, now a lot of people think Jay Bennett was this like mad studio engineer who wanted to add in all this noise and weird sounds to Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, uh, but that's not actually the case. Jay wanted, I mean, he did some of that stuff for sure, but Jay wanted the album to be kind of a poppy record. So when you hear this song, which Jeff wrote, but uh, you know Jay was contributing to the recording of it. Um, and a magazine called Sunset. All of a sudden, that kind of paints a record, the a version of the record in a different picture. Let me ask you this: Where, where on the album would you place this, and where on the album would you place a magazine called Sunset? I think 
It's a great question. Uh, I think it's more complicated than that. I think you, you'd have to, like, there's a version of reservations. Um, uh, oh, no, so a, a radio here called Corduroy Cutoff Girl that's kind of upbeat and poppy. Um, you'd have to kind of change the general direction the output on the the faster version of camera, the louder version of camera. Um, so at that point, it's, you know, four songs are different. It's stopped being Yankee Bell Fox Rock. Well, okay, so you would keep the, the there would still be Radio Cure, but there'd be one called Corduroy Girl, is that what you're saying? The Corduroy Cutoff Girl. No, I'd swap out Radio Cure, because this okay. this song and Radio Cure being on the same album would would just, I think that's too far, right? That's It's too, too um, separate. So the only way this song i guess my point is the only way that song makes it on to yankee hotel fox rod if, if yankee hotel fox rod is totally different right uh you could probably work a magazine called sunset onto yankee hotel fox rod uh but this is even one step poppier and it's just too fun it just doesn't fit the vibe of the record you'd have to completely change the record to to make it fit and and feel at home i think you i think i see what you're saying and i kind of agree with you but i think this might be a cool like between poor places and reservations song. If you if you found a way to wind it down at the end and make it naturally go into reservations, it seems like because it, it, it's like it, reservations is such like a down song, mm-hmm. and this would be like one more upbeat. But you can't do it like because there's in the middle of the album there's all these like um, like okay so you have heavy metal drummer and I'm the man who loves you right in the uh, I don't know the latter middle of the album. So you can't put it there. It doesn't belong in the front, um, and then but poor places kind of comes down. Then there's one more rise, and and then goes into reservations. I think that would have been awesome. So you know how uh, I I think that would work. Here's here's my suggestion. Put a gun to my head. He said, Kevin, you got to change Yankeeville Fox. I got to put this song on. Here's how, here's how I would do it if I had to. Uh, you know how uh, a ghost is born. Uh, the second or last song. Two ghost parents have sex with each other, and then it goes to. <laughs> yes, I that's do. Know, I do. Scientifically, <laughs> that's how it happens. Um, it ends with uh, the second or last songs, less than you think, which has the 15 minutes or 12 minutes of static, and then after the static, you get a really poppy, fun song called "The Late Greats." Mm-hmm. Uh, Re- Yankee Hotel Foxtrot uh, ends with "Reservations," which is a really downbeat song, and then. Uh, but maybe four minutes, five minutes of just kind of like ambient noise that's like a very slow version of reservations. You end with that, you go to silence, and then you come back to the good part. Uh, like just, just so pick it as a closing song after like the, the, the sad ending, and then you get this little burst of poppiness at the end, and then the album's done. I don't know. I mean, I like I like the way reservations. Ended. I know. I'm not saying I would do that. I'm just saying if I had. If to you do had it, to, yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I, I don't to, think yeah. I would. I would want to change yeah. Yankee Hotel Fox Trot. Um, but um, but I think I think you could do a version of Yankee Hotel Fox Trot with you know, you you keep on uh, heavy heavy metal drummer and I'm the man who loves you. You put on uh, a magazine called Sunset. You put on the you swap camera with camera with a k the more upbeat fuzzy camera, camera c or camera with a c yes whatever you you put on the, the heavy version um and then you got to cut a few things uh oh so maybe you cut 
uh, radio Kier and he put on the alternate version, which you can YouTube. It's called Corduroy Cutoff Girl. It's never been officially released, which is why we're not talking about it on this show, but it's out there. Um, he put on this song, maybe one or two slow songs, but then all of a sudden you got a really like poppy, fun record. It's not as good as Yankee Hill Tell Fox Route. It still would be a great record. Uh, maybe put on Cars Can't Escape as well. Um, uh, but yeah, there's. A, I think this, it, is a, this is a fun way we can interact with the listeners. You guys send in your ideal. If you if you could do a your cut of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, like track listing and all, send us that list. I'd like to know what everybody uh, thinks that the ideal track listing. Well, I mean, it is the idea. But if you had to recut it for yourself, knowing all the things that are out there from these sessions, how would you go about doing it? I you know, you know the, that that's great. I would love to see that. Um, and you know what? What gets me excited, Jason? What's that? We are sitting at the 20th anniversary of Yankee Hill Fox Rat. Either you think it came out at the end of 2021 when it, they put it up on their website streaming, it's when 2001, or you think it came out in 2002 when the CD came out. Either way, we're right in between that right now. Um, at some point, either this year or next year, they're going to do. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot Deluxe Edition. And it's going to be absolutely insane because if even if everything that has leaked, that has been leaked, is all there is for outtakes and alternate versions, that's still incredible. We got a few albums worth of like songs that were cut from the album, alternate versions of songs. Like there's some a treasure trove there. Uh, but I suspect that there's stuff out there in the Wilco vault that we, we don't even know exists right now. And we will get to hear that within the next 12 to 24 months. And when I'm feeling down, because days are short, winter's bleak, Omicron's everywhere, truckers are driving across the country demanding our prime minister resigns. When, I, when, when all that's getting to me, knowing that we get this deluxe version of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot in the future, or probably will get it, it's keeping me going keeping me alive yeah good for you man i'm glad, I'm glad that that's uh not all of us have you know children <laughs> yeah, and... that's what i'm saying like i i just don't um I'm, I'm very out of physical media i i don't have any physical media anymore you can, you can listen to it on the stream no but like i kind of i kind of want to buy the the yankee tail foxtrot box set and I want to experience because there's going to be awesome liner notes and like art oh, and stuff. Notes. It's going to be sweet, and so I, I would love to see that. But I don't. I don't even have a record player. I don't even have a it's, CD player. I don't have a way to play CDs. It's too bad. Again, you need to move up here because when I get that, this is what we do. I call you, Jason. Come over tonight, and then you, because we're we're adult men with family, we'll say, I have to ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll get permission for, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I should make sure Sarah's okay with it. And we'll both get permission for her. And then we'll come up, we'll unite and we'll listen and you can drink your Diet Mountain Dew and I will drink my full sugar that's going to kill me, Coca-Cola. And we'll just listen and read the liner notes. It'll be great. <laughs> to each other. <laughs> To each other, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna read it myself. In front I'm of a like, fireplace. I gotta be like, and Jeff says this. <laughs> Comic. All right, everybody. If you go to abcwilco.com, you can find all the ways to support the show. The most important of which being going to Apple Podcast, leaving a rating and review, or going to Spotify and following us. But 
as we talked about, maybe we shouldn't be on. You know what sucks, Kevin? Our hosting service, Anchor, is owned by Spotify. <laughs> you just can't escape. Like, if you yeah. want to hate Amazon or whatever, and you want to yeah. get away from Amazon, you can't because yeah. th- they own so many back end things that, like, you don't even think uh-huh. about that you use every day. Amazon Web Services is is basically what most of the internet runs off of. I'm a guy you, that like you makes it a point to like I won't shop at stores. Or I won't like like my mom shops at Walmart. I will not shop at Walmart because I don't agree with the way they end your society. And yeah. um, I know I'm not going to make them close, but they, at least they don't get my money. It's principle, and that's yeah. what I respect about you. But um, but I, I I'm really good about that. I make it a point to not do stuff like that. But I can't get away from Amazon. I I, I like it, it's just too convenient, too easy, and it, I mean. They took over before we even knew they were, they were so going to take fast, over. Man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where it's just like I barely went to stores anymore. Yeah. Anyways, you can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. All my links are up in the doobly doo. Um, on the next episode, we're going to be covering what are we covering next time, Kev? Uh, we are covering uh, the two, high. A twofer. Yeah, we got two. And doubt. And doubt. Um, until then, every little thing is going to tear you apart. <laughs>